0: What's up, everybody? It is Tuesday, July 20th, and you are listening to the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. It's official. We are in the dog days of summer right now. We still got a good show today. There's some more uh, Aaron Rodgers news popping up, quote unquote breaking news. A couple NFL teams are reporting to camp. Peter Schrager stops by to discuss the Cam Akers injury. As he knows Sean McVay pretty well. He also talks about the last episode of this season of Flying Coach. And Pat and AJ chop it up about the Olympics, Space Jam 2, and everything else going on in the world. Let's get into it. There's a lot to talk about. I mean,
1: Matthew Stafford conversation happened over the weekend from a corner in San Fran to Tokyo Olympics. Oh, no. No. Oh, Oh, God. Bring it back to...
2: Masker week.
1: (laughs) They might be. Don't say it. Yeah, the Tokyo Olympics head of organizing committee, whatever the fuck that means, the head of organizing (laughs) committee has not ruled out a last minute cancellation. Is that because of the cardboard box beds? I don't know. Is that because Sha'Carri Richardson, the fastest woman on the planet in the Olympics, will not be able to compete because she dabbled with a plant that potentially made her life a lot better as opposed to taking a pharmaceutical option and potentially spiraling it? I don't know. I think it's because of what's going on with COVID. They said COVID! This son of a bitch! This rat bastard! COVID-19 allegedly potentially going to be able uh, to stop the Olympics or maybe delay the Olympics for another year. Will they just push back for another one? I don't know how this will go. All I do know is that all eyes are on Tokyo because this thing's supposed to start on Friday. With no fans. No mm-hmm. fans. Right? So I don't know how the opening celebration will go because that is a massive moment. Maybe there'll just be such a big drone spectacular and there'll be, well, the music couldn't happen because the person that was supposed to sing allegedly was saying terrible things back in the day on social media. Oh, so, <laughs> so they have even music. Do they even have music. We don't know. This is the, I grew up wanting to be in this. This is what I grew up in. Soccer, wanting to be in the Olympics. I want to represent the United States on the U.S. men's national team. The Olympics is something I look forward to every single time they're on. In the winter, love everything about being cold. In the summer, I don't know what the fuck a triple backflip ollie whatever is, but mm-hmm. I know America's doing it better than everybody else, so I'm going to watch. Hell yeah. I absolutely love the spectacle that is the Olympics It goes back what, centuries almost at this point? Back to the Greeks or however Uh it started. And the amount of things that have been kind of brought together, I think, through the love of sport and through the international games. And there's been some obvious scandals that have uh, wrecked the Olympics' reputations, maybe, in that whole thing. And Icarus exposed that Russia was potentially cheating for every Olympic Games. And back in the day, the Germans. And then I guess there is... The Olympics, I think, is something that are... Beautiful. It's awesome. It's for people that love sports, such a cool thing, even though it's not necessarily our sport. It is the thrill of competition that bring everybody on earth together. Even in sports, we don't know. We're just kind of pulling for people. I don't know who's running it. I have no idea what's going on, but this has been a shit show. Yeah. This whole yeah. thing has been a shit show. Brutal. And it's not because of um, things that they could not... Uh, control or maybe steer around as if they saw an iceberg it, these are these are self-caused problems from the olympics and something that is absolutely beautiful the people that seem to have the reins of the olympics are are steering that particular Either Texas Longhorn, like hey. I like to ride yeah. on the weekends in Fort Worth stockyards, or a horse right into a terrible spot. Like so many other things I think that we've loved for so long, we've seen people get into charge and just kind of run it right into the fucking dirt. Hopefully that won't happen with the Olympics. Nope. Hopefully we'll be able to see the world's greatest do things like speed walking and and, and and the... Um, Floor routine. Floor routine and with gymnastics. the thing. Yeah. And, and, and Simone Biles is supposed to just go own everything. I'd like to watch the greatest of all time and Simone do her thing. But it feels like there's a chance that whether COVID is a problem still, uh, which I'm being told is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. For sure. I'm being told COVID is still quite a problem. Uh-huh. Uh, remember, I am in my own world. Blinders. If it, if it, I got my blinders. <laughs> hey, listen. Let's keep the main thing the main thing. Let's not get distracted, okay? Let's keep our blinders on. You know what the horse does whenever they got to race them? They put the blinders on. You know why? Because that's the only thing they need to worry about. They don't need to worry about what the horse is here. They just need to worry about run straight. They need to focus. That's what we need to. Do. We need to blinders. That's my life, okay? And that that was Chuck Pagano's speech actually to us a couple different times when there was distractions. Maybe that could pop off, but that's my life. I, I like my timeline. I like. Uh, I, I'm very deep on Twitter on a very regular basis. So much of my wife probably hates it, but it's kind of what I do. It's kind of how I operate. It's how the show has to go. And my timeline is one that I thoroughly enjoy. So whenever shit gets into my timeline, it has to go like double generation to get in there if it's outside of my world. Politics outside of my world. Science, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it was brought into my world, I guess. But that shit <laughs> was way out of my world. But yeah. it has made its way in. I guess COVID has been sneaking its little fucking head back into my timeline, though. And I want to let you know, we're gonna beat it. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, beat it. Have to. Come, it. On. Come on. Have to. Come on. Going together. We've, we've had arenas everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was in one the other night. It was magical. The world needs to keep that happening. Hopefully, we'll be able to figure it out. Hopefully, COVID will stay. We, I've heard people have been getting COVID again.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. People who have already been vaccinated as well.
1: Okay. So, thank you for that, <laughs> that Boston
2: <laughs> Thank you for no that. No problem. Hey, just updating you on the situation. Ty Schmidt
1: here as well. Are people, are like hospitals packed to the, are people dying? Are, I'm not, I haven't heard, the, listen. I'm not getting into anything. I don't know anything, but I do know that everybody's acting like COVID's all the way back. Like we're back whenever we were moving games in March Madness. That's how some people are acting. And I only know that because those people are getting into my timeline. I'm like, Is this where we are? Are we doing this again? I guess masks are going back on in California. Mandates are happening Mm -hmm. again. I guess other places there's mandates happening again. Are we back to that stage where people are just hospitals can't keep up and there's uh, uh, ice cream trucks going for dead bodies? Remember that was happening at that point? I mean, the things that we were watching on the news every single night during that thing were alarming and incredibly scary. And I think got it. There's people that are acting as if that is still happening. Right? Is that what's going on? And is that why the if the Olympics get canceled last minute there's a chance that all those people that potentially get into my timeline are going to be doing i don't, I don't think they'll be celebrating at all but that's going to get louder and louder yeah. are we headed am i oblivious because of my blinders am i oblivious to what's going are we fucked again from COVID? is this happening again
0: i don't know i mean i hear there are whispers that COVID is coming back or is back but i think yeah, there's
1: rumors on the internet like john cena yeah, oh yeah exactly well,
0: but i mean I couldn't see Cena. I don't know if you can see COVID nope, either. it's it's tough for us now too, because like you said, I mean, you were just in a packed arena. Like we've already packed. we've already wow. had that carrot out, <laughs> dangled in front of us. Like, hey, NFL stadiums are going oh. to be full this upcoming season. Period. It's just, I mean, I think over there too. I mean, it's the same deal. Some places where they don't have vaccines readily available, like stuff still going on. I mean, and who knows what to believe anymore. But I think there's
1: potential chaos on the internet if the Olympics get canceled. Last I agree. And, and the Tokyo Olympic head of organizing committee not ruling out a last minute cancellation is that is that him just like CYA, like covering his ass? Because if he if he does or he or she comes out and says uh, it's canceled, then well, why didn't you tell us that a couple? Days before and or is it the no fans, no boning, no nothing no rule? No sponsors. No yeah. sponsors that they're doing for the COVID. Is that a in they move from one stage of risk to another stage of risk just a couple days before the Olympics were uh the moving process was supposed to go in there? So what the hell is going on? Well he's gotta be covering his ass or, or
2: she's gotta be covering their ass just because if people get uh COVID while they're staying there, can't they
0: look right to him like hey, but it's why already the happened. Fuck, that's already There's already been people who are, who are there, like, athletes who are supposed to be in the Olympics that have tested positive. So, like, what, I mean, at this point, canceling it, like, what is that? Like, people are already testing positive.
1: Yeah, so what, what do we do
0: here? And I did see, too, that they said, like, it is, like, a, a big concern is, like, that it is, it's a bubble. But, like, there are many, many cracks in the security in terms of, like, whether or not people would be able to just be like, all right, fuck it, I'm not staying in a bubble for my entire time Well,
1: every here. country in the world is at this thing, Right. Right. I mean, I remember one time wanting to buy an island, create my own country, create an Olympic team, and maybe compete in every event.
0: Yeah. Oh, a good idea. Yeah, it's smart. not that
1: easy, but it, every... I remember all those ceremonies you watch. It'll be like one person coming out oh, yeah. from a country that it's like, oh shit, where's that country? You like you learn a lot during the Olympics. I think about a lot, so that's probably what they're worried about as well. Is people coming from every place of the earth? Is that what's going on as well? I is mean, it...
0: maybe, but don't
1: you think? Uh... What happened in Brazil a couple of years ago? Was it Ebola? No. Uh, Zika Zika Zika, Zika. Zika yeah. was the big one That was going to shut down The Olympics mm-hmm. There for a little bit They went on And ended up having the Olympics And Locky got locked up Yeah Oh yeah Because he pissed at a gas station Oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 What Yeah Tough look for him Did you Did they pull out guns He was like
2: Yeah Yeah ja! ja! ja!
1: He's back, by the way. He's not like that anymore. That's There's a documentary about it. how he's grown through that. And, and we all grow and mature in different levels. And that was obviously a terrible time. But in Brazil, the Zika was supposed to be a big thing. Mm-hmm. And then people were scared to go almost. And then now with this, I think a lot of people want to go. Yeah. And then they're like almost, oh, we don't want you to go. It's a wild time to be alive. Let's hope we have the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey, here we go. Can't Need
1: Need um, The NBA is happening. 3-2. Milwaukee Bucks, Bucks and Six was chanted by every drunk in Milwaukee. Even the children, I think, are chugging beers over there. I have nothing but the utmost respect for that atmosphere. Could end tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern. Giannis, real G's move in silence like Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo? Anta Yeah, there it is. You know, my issue is the way I remember things is I see the way it's spelled and then it pops up in my head. The way his name is spelled is not pronounced. So I want to let Giannis know I, I very am, I'm very sorry. I am a stooge and I can't pronounce that. But Real G's moving silence like Giannis could win uh-huh. his first title tonight, right? Oh, yeah. MVP, MVP. This guy stinks. Can't lead a team. Give me everybody else. Could win a title tonight. Yes. First time for Milwaukee since like 1972 or something. And not Drew. It's Drew, Drew. Holiday out of New Orleans into Milwaukee. He could win a title tonight.
2: Yep. And Chris Middleton, guy who went from the G League. Little Nice little story of him coming up and then these guys hopefully join Team
1: USA and turn that around too. A couple weeks ago, Stephen A. said Chris Middleton is, uh, or not Stephen A. Maybe it was Swaggy. Uh, maybe Perk. Big Perk. It was Big Perk. Big Perk said uh, yeah. these guys get max <laughs> contracts or something. like. I forget who was. is. There's been a lot of burials of a lot of people yeah. on ESPN. I am... Over people being over Perkins, by the way. Uh, it's bullshit. We, Give it up. We need more big Perkins. Yes. We don't need less big Perkins. <laughs> but he's everybody's saying, Chris Miller, this guy stinks doesn't deserve a max contract. Get him out of here. He could win a title. 11. Yeah, that's right. Might even win NBA Finals MVP. Who says no? I watched Space Jam last night. Oh, he's the whole Here it. we go. How good was that movie? Here we go. Yeah, we all knew I fell asleep during <laughs> it. Oh, okay. okay. And I woke up and I fell back asleep. But I yeah. will say two naps. I will says. say. They were doing a lot in that movie. I mean, every scene has 7,000 things that happen. I mean, at one point, I saw Elmer Fudd, is that his fucking oh, name? Yeah, yeah. He shot something, then ran into a wall, and then, like, this happened, and then he brought in this, and then he... the amount of money they had to have spent on graphics and animation is so vast. I did see the Game of Thrones and mm-hmm. every other reference that they made that people are pissed off about. Mm-hmm. That movie just wasn't made for me. And the only reason no. why I'm saying this because I was watching I was like, this movie stinks, but if I was a kid and if I had watched any of these cartoons I think that was also a big problem. Uh, the Looney Tunes. Yes. This, is a, this is a bigger... I don't know anything about any... Did they all forget how to play basketball, by the way? I thought that was the big thing that they had played before. They were actually saying, we've done this before a couple of times, and then they had to have a whole basketball practice to learn how to play basketball. Well,
0: but, they kind of stunk in the first one as well. I'm assuming they stink mm-hmm. in this one. They, they relied heavily on Jordan to oh, win yeah, them yeah, the yeah, game. Right. And Lola. Lola was the only yeah, real yeah, player. Lola, yeah, Lola did have game.
1: I, don't, I mean, it was the number one movie of the weekend, so I don't want to bury it too much. It was a success story, but mm-hmm. I didn't fully understand what was going on out there a lot of it It wasn't i didn't know know why that was a lot of the decisions that were made i was like i don't fully understand why that was made but (laughs) it wasn't for us the movie was huge i guess they would they would consider that a smashing success absolutely
2: lebron you know logistically speaking is a king and that is a direct quote from the movie talking about his social media following he's he's talking about king
1: uh al g is who you're talking about that's right wait till you meet king al g man Yeah,
2: be careful with Al G Rhythm He hey, does not fuck around.
1: Al G Rhythm's in your life. You don't even know about this guy. Exactly. Is that Don
0: Cheadle? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There okay. You see, that's why I want to see it because I heard Don Cheadle delivers an excellent <laughs> performance. So
1: he's doing a lot of acting, I think, with like nothing around him. Sure. You know, because a lot of the animation, mm-hmm. green screen. I think as you're watching, you're like. This guy, incredible thespian. Yeah, Because yeah. it's obvious that that ain't or and that ain't there. You know what I mean? Well, and
0: that's what's interesting too is everyone always talks about. You know, I mean, LeBron's been great in everything he's acted in. Why does he need all the the sideshow stuff? To is it covering up for maybe the fact that he isn't a very he was good asked to thespian? Be space this right. is Warner. All all I don't right. even. Well, I'm just saying maybe uh, him know. and Vernon Davis sit down one on one and he gives him game about how you actually act in these movies and. So it, you're saying be,
1: LeBron's a bad actor? Is that what you? I'm shit. just saying
0: that I've seen that out there, and I know from seeing you know multiple things. But yeah, I mean, I don't think he was bad. LeBron, well, well, God awful. <laughs> Not me. So you're saying that LeBron, after this, is not going to go on to have a massive, lucrative acting career?
1: I was saying there were some lines in there that I didn't know why LeBron was forced to say. <laughs> okay. What in the Matrix hell? No, well, I was, mean, that, that was pretty. <laughs> good. That one was tough. That was in the trailer. Well, <laughs> and then there's, there's one. There's one early. There's one early that. Uh, you know, when they're setting the scene or whatever, he's big. He's big douche early. Or oh, when sure. he's a kid or when he's a dad? When he's a dad, okay. he's a big douche early. And he's oh, it's method acting. But, well, no. You see, <laughs> Come on, that's man. what I was worried about, you know, because I was a LeBron fan. Watched the first 15 minutes on Saturday. Was? Well, so that's a big thing. <laughs> oh, no,
0: no. I mean, uh, Team MJ? That was Whoa! the thing. No, I'm never.
1: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> We're talking basketball or life? Both. Well, see, the stories I've heard about old buddy before the social media also make me go like, all right, let's not maybe either yeah. situation here, but MJ's a That's guy. out-of-towners. If That's... I was friends with MJ, I'd be super pumped. <laughs> Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Okay, I'd be super <laughs> pumped. Would love to be friends with MJ, but I think on the court... Everybody acts like LeBron couldn't have played back whenever Jordan played. He could have. He's six foot eight. He could have figured it out. Just like Jordan could have figured it out now. I just think it's two different sports. So I'm not getting into that whole Team MJ, Team LeBron. But I will say there were some lines that I think LeBron in the script that I think I wish he would have fought a little bit harder against. Oh, which ones? (laughs) Okay, just a little bit hard. I don't know. There was a time where. There, there's a time in the movie, I don't without giving too much away, but it's almost like his kid is his dad. You know, like his. Oh, really? They <laughs> they, they, they they perceive LeBron as uh, a doofus oh, for yeah. a lot of okay. it. is a, a big fat doofus, and not fat, but obviously he's in great shape. Big but doofus, massive doofus for a lot of it. So early, I go to myself like lebron should have said i ain't saying that because whatever so i think a lot of the lines that he would never say did look f- a little bit forced sure okay and i think that is what people may be uh alluding to because the lines that he was saying there's no way that's him in real life there's no oh. way he's playing lebron james okay but there are some lines in there where you would be like there's no way that's lebron james especially after watching the shop with how cool he is yeah you mm-hmm. know what i mean or Without, maybe what's that well, or
2: maybe, you know, The Shop could be one of his greatest performances yet, if if we're looking at this. Oh, yeah. so, either way, a then, <laughs> yeah. so either way, great well, actor. So either way, a great actor. As a voice actor, I mean, yeah. you probably slept through the animation, but as a voice actor, he was second to none. I don't think yeah. the animation really looked like
1: him much either. Am I no. wrong in thinking that? Well,
0: I, I had to spend so much goddamn money on all the Looney Tunes. You know, they had to
1: like cut corner somewhere. His cartoon popped up, and I was like... With his voice coming out of it, I was like, okay, so that's definitely LeBron. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be him. But But you didn't know at first. But I... (laughs) I did, yeah. That's the way it happens. But as the, as his head is popping out, I'm like, that doesn't. I don't know if that's like the best cartoon of the. I go down to State Fair right here to see a caricature. They, I assume they would draw that song bitch a little bit tight. We get Dirty Gertie to draw one. I think yeah. Dirty Gurdy, but uh-huh. I don't. That was that was just one. Of, there's a lot of things in there where you're like, why was this the decision that was made? So it's not for us. You got to nope. watch it though. exactly. But there is not for us. But you you say to yourself like, good. It was, it, that, why is, like, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like, Let's is that. just like Yeah, it. what are you <laughs> talking about? You He's mean? got the sleeve and everything. <laughs> and the tattoos. I guess, man. Is he wearing a watch there? No, it's just sweatbands Sweatpants. There actually is quite a scene down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We have some big news for you. Yeah. Yes. Your favorite men's healthcare brand, Roman, is now available at Walmart. Roman's Ooh. non-prescription products have got you covered with everything from sexual health. What? And, Aaron, you're about to get back in the game, by the way. Hell Let's yeah.
3: go. should send him some. We should.
1: At, or just send them to Walmart because it's available yeah. there. Roman and oh, yeah. Walmart. And everything from sexual health to everyday health. Your well-being is important and taking care of it should be simple. Now you can add to cart in real life. Ooh. Roman now available at Walmart or in your area. Let's go take care of it. And also, special. Roman condoms are new and exclusive to Walmart. You won't find them anywhere else. Designed ultra-thin, lubricated for pleasure, and FDA cleared because safe is Sexy. Roman Swipes are an easy, discreet way to delay ejaculation and increase sexual stamina. They're fast acting and your partner will enjoy them too because there's no past along desensitization if you use it as intended. Longer better sex with Roman Swipes, Roman condoms keep you safe and also they got testosterone supplements, they got hair supplements. Roman has everything to make you the best you possible. Visit your local Walmart store today and check out Roman's line of men, healthcare products, all clinically tested and make you best you possible. Uh, let's go to the real news of the day. Uh-huh. We said all that to say this. Aaron Rodgers turned down a two-year extension. No, no. no! Allegedly, it's being reported Adam Schefter, the man who's had all the information accumulated through uh, a matter of time about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Adam Schefter tweeted, This offseason the Packers offered Aaron Rodgers a two-year contract extension that would have tied him to Green Bay for five more seasons and made him the highest-paid quarterback and player in football. Rodgers declined the offer. Proof! It's not about the money. Wow. wow. So what happened was, maybe in one of those plane trips out to see Aaron that was reported in the initial report from Adam Schefter, which at the time said, according to league and team sources, this entire thing Aaron mm-hmm. wants out. Then Adam Schefter would go on to later say it was an accumulation of information. And the reason why I dropped it on draft is just because, even though when we read the initial uh, report, as we were reading it, It seemed like, oh, this this is coming from Green Bay. This seems to be coming from Green Bay. I said that publicly. I Just my initial reaction was, it sounds like a lot of this information that Schefter's potentially getting, and it did say, according to league and team sources in the news break, is coming from Green Bay because it was like painting an image like, hey, we're trying our best. We flew out to him. This is what's going on, blah, blah, blah. That's That was my take on it. Then I was asked privately by somebody who told me that that was from Green Bay. I said, That was just from reading it with a brain. That that is what, as somebody has been in there, I was then told it wasn't just from Green Bay sources. It might not have been from Green Bay sources. I'm like, well, why did it say team? They're like, well, it could have been any team. I'm like, okay, so now we're we're kind of picking and choosing. Mm -hmm. But if it was agents potentially talking to Schefter or other teams talking to Schefter or the Packers or maybe Aaron's team talking to Schefter, it seems slighted in the fashion that Green Bay was trying to do everything to get Aaron back. There was no real side from Aaron. We thought that... That would prompt Aaron to respond Aaron did not because I think there was real shit popping off behind the scenes when that news broke via Schefter's accumulation of news is how he has titled it I don't think Aaron his team or maybe even the Packers who knows I still think that was 100% the Packers, but that is just my opinion. That is not a fact. That could be completely wrong. The Packers were trying to paint the image to their fans about what was going on, and they might lose Aaron and piss off Aaron. And you've all seen what's going on for the years. We are fucking up, but this is what we have tried to do. Mm-hmm. Please be on our side. We're going to follow mm-hmm. up with an email to everybody about everything that's happened and make some statements saying this has d- divided us. And distra- like, So it seems like that's the case, but I think Aaron and his team didn't know it was going to go public because these types of conversations, especially at the court, quarterback position with hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of millions of dollars at stake just financially, let alone legacies and careers and privately, these conversations are very big conversations. They happen often behind closed doors. We live in a world where almost everything gets out, but you rarely hear that type of drama, especially if it was business or anything like that, between the head of an organization, which is Aaron and Mark Murphy, Gunter Kuntz, and the boys there. So as this news was rolling out, we never heard anything back from Aaron, wondering what Aaron's side was. He literally just stayed back and said, let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. Quiet, 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 quiet. We ask AJ, you heard anything? No, nah, I haven't heard anything. AJ, you know anything? No, nah, I haven't heard anything. Okay, he's out in Hawaii. Something big pops off. What happens? Miles Teller gets jumped Oh yeah, in the bathroom by yeah. who knows. That is a criminal investigation that is currently happening in Maui, Hawaii. We hope Miles Teller is okay. He looked great at the UFC fight he was at a couple weeks ago. Well said. He did quiet 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 the match happens mm-hmm. aaron says a couple of things very sly uh, barkley's trying to get him the host is trying to get him fitz is trying to get him everybody knows that they have an opportunity for seven hours is that how long the match was yeah, yeah, just about 10 yeah, hours yeah. of the match to get something out of this and aaron very incredibly well done turned himself back babyface. by the way through that entire thing and said we'll figure it out let's see what's going on and i think as we have um invested time into this situation via an entire sports media not just us everybody has talked about this although we get attacked for talking about it a lot often because i think a lot of packers fans do listen to this show shout out to the packers and the packers faithful and the packers organization but i think as we continue to dive into this we realize like oh this guy has a real gripe i I think a lot of people were like hey with what what's going on in tampa what's going on in Kansas City with the elites of the elites and what happened with Peyton in Denver whenever he left India and went to Denver. Even in India he was all right, but he got the keys to the city in Denver. He got the keys to the building in Denver. Seems like Tom and Bruce very much on the same page. Whatever Tom wants down there, it's going to work. He's going to be allowed to do it. He's going to win a Super Bowl. Then you look in Kansas City. They are just feeding Patrick Mahomes. We are building this around Patrick Mahomes to do it. Russell Wilson saw what was going on in other places. He's like, hey, I want to be remembered as top five quarterback all time with what's going on here. That ain't working. He has a gripe, allegedly. Now there was an offer. It was turned down. He's back with Pete Carroll. Hey, we're still friends. You know? we hey, And then old buddy's poking his head in the side of that press conference, and they must have figured that out. But that ripple effect of seeing – very good quarterbacks where there are only a few of them okay to get in the nfl you got to be good All right, obviously, you got to be better than, what, 99% of humans that have ever stepped foot on a football field ever in their entire life. you got to be better than them. Get to the NFL is not easy. There's only a couple guys, though, that are up there. I think there will be more, obviously. That's how the game continues, and the NFL will go on forever because there will be a next generation of greats and everything like that. Patrick Mahomes is poking his head in there. There are other young guys. Lamar Jackson has a chance. If he goes on and wins a Super Bowl or two, he has a chance. But there's only a couple guys... That are getting to see what the other couple guys in their very small fraternity have been able to do. And you could see how they go. Why am I not getting a chance to fucking just load up and say, hey, we need this. We need this. I think this is how day-to-day should operate, by the way. I think we should keep this person around because although their 40 might not be the best, in the locker room, they are absolutely loved. And in in our team... That should that should be all. We're looking to be talented, we're looking to be tight, and we're looking to be terrific on the football field. That is what the goal should be. And if you have two different ideas of, "Oh, we're trying to be good but not great. We're trying to save money. We're trying to do this. We have this idea. We're trying to turn over, look for the future so we're great for the next 15 years, even though you have a chance to win right now. We're just trying to be sustained great as opposed to sustained elite. I mean, there or quick elite. I mean, there's just so many ideals that could potentially pop off and I think it all stems from what's going on with Tom what happened with Peyton what's happened with Patrick Mahomes right now fans are a little bit more understanding like you could see why Aaron would want to have the situation in these other places and in Green Bay you could have the situation to do that these people are choosing not to whether it's past decisions current decisions and i don't trust them with future decisions i'm 30 some years old i am in my prime yeah best thrower of a football ever it's already documented talked about everything like that how come that and that's where we sit and we stand and now Schefter says a two-year extension was offered it would make him the highest paid What does that mean? Does that mean year to year total? Because Patrick Mahomes getting half a billion dollars. Are you going on each year to year salary is average? What are you going off of? Who knows what that meant? But he said, no. And I think it's more, I think it's much more has to do with like, do you see what everybody else who is incredible at football is getting the opportunity to do? I would like to have a little bit of a say because I understand the high school football, the player is the dumbest person out there. The smallest amount of football information in their brain has touched because they're still learning the game. In college, the college coaches are not only the gatekeeper, but also they're the people that are still teaching and learn, you're, you're still learning fundamentals and everything like that. Whenever you're 15 years in the NFL, 20 years in the NFL, your football IQ probably fucking better than everybody's yeah. on earth. To get that respect and feel that respect, which I think Tom was looking for, yep. Peyton always had it. By the way, in India he had it, but in Denver, they just said, hey, whatever the fuck you need to do, you do it. I think there's gonna be more guys that are gonna be looking for that opportunity. Aaron is the one right now who's kind of odd man out with that type of freedom and power. Who's going to be next? I guess we'll have to see there. But this Aaron Rodgers situation is fascinating.
0: Well, when you couple all that stuff with what we've talked about ad nauseum in terms of like, yeah, he not only not having really like a say, but then feeling slighted and disrespected and like jabbed and poked and prodded when you talk about guys you like and stuff like that, just stuff that like teams don't really do to like a franchise quarterback. And then, yeah, I mean, I don't understand why this is all getting, you know, kind of repackaged as breaking news. Cause I feel like we have known this for a long time that the Packers tried to offer him some sort of extension, although it's pretty clear that they're kind of okay with Jordan love. So it doesn't really make that much sense that they would, they would necessarily want Rodgers around for the next five years. Yeah, so what's
1: that mean? So now we got like a a little bit of a mixed communication on what the Jordan Love pick was for them. Because remember, it's not just drafting Jordan Love. It's trading up to go get Jordan Love and not saying anything to your guy. Andy Dalton was a member of the Chicago Bears for four weeks, maybe two weeks, I forget how many, maybe a week. I forget what it was. And they called him to tell him they were trading up to draft Justin Fields just because they... Hey, this is business. This is how mm-hmm. this is how we're going to do we're doing business together. This is how we do business. I think it's all those amateur like business decisions that have been made behind closed doors, but then also the decisions that have been made on paper to roster and to things he said and everything like that. It's just a bunch of smacks in the mouth. It really is. And, and I know there's people that are against him because of the preconceived notion that he was just big, massive drama douchebag because he refused to answer any of the stories that came out for, about him. From two to three people mm-hmm. were saying the same thing. Yeah. And he refused. He, he said, what? Kill him, kill with, him in, with indifference. Kill him with indifference. He didn't answer it. So I told him literally the first time I met him, I was like, hey, how come you didn't like you? Uh, if I come out and answer one then I got to answer everybody I just kill me That's not really my thing like he's more of like a thing. I'm like, yeah, but I feel like everybody those things snowball Like one person's opinion who heard this story now they're telling somebody that's their friend's opinion because they didn't even hear that story They just heard you say it and it kind of spiraled. That's why I took so much. I think pride in the Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays, mm-hmm. because it was a conversation with a guy we I knew nothing about. I didn't know anything no, about the nothing. guy. Nothing. Still, don't talk to him often. I do have um, some information on a couple of things though from a source. Whoa, okay, whoa, from a pretty whoa. good source. But I don't talk to. But I think that was one of those things where the misunderstanding of what an Aaron what Aaron Rodgers is led to people now, and I think Green Bay potentially thinking they could leverage that in a business way to make him look like the bad guy, Mm -hmm. which is why I think the information was leaked to Adam Schefter from... Everybody. League and, yeah, league league and, teams, team, league and sources. team sources. Yeah. With Schefter, by the way, he's dialed in, plugged in. He's at the top. He just interviewed Alex Guerrero, which is the uh, TB12 guy. So anything Schefter ever says about Tom Brady, we know. Okay, Schefter's got a guy very tight to mm-hmm. that camp. He said uh, Tom's going to play probably till he's 45, two more years or whatever is what Alex Guerrero said, TB12 founder, the pliability of oh, the yeah. world founder. But it's like Schefter's very good, incredible what he does. He's not saying something for no reason. Schefter's saying something because he's being told. Who's telling him is what you have to break down? And I think Green Bay was potentially feeding some information. It had to have been, right, if they're taking three trips, unless yeah. Aaron's agent was talking, which Aaron's agent ain't going to do no, that. No. So is it Miles Teller telling people? I don't know who it could potentially be. It would have to be the team. So I think they were trying to leverage his potential persona that people had of him against him with this business stuff happening. And then Aaron literally just stayed quiet. And now we're at a point where I think in 2021 where you learn more about everything than you could have ever imagined. There's information about every situation available to you basically right in the palm of your hand. I think now we're at a point where people are like, yeah, the guy deserves to fucking go and get it. That's what everybody else is doing. They made the NFC Championship twice. Yes. yes.
0: Back-to-back years.
1: Back-to-back years. They could go win a Super Bowl. You add a couple things and do some things. And I'm sure Aaron has a much better feel on what it is. And I think he just wants to be listened to just like Tom wanted to be listened to in New England.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think with the Aaron thing is, you think that it would go back to maybe the Jordan Love pick, but it goes back so goddamn far. Like, I had no idea about Jordy. I mean, I feel like even AJ uh, wanting to take less money and them still basically telling him to leave and who's one of the Aaron's closest friends. It, it, there's just so many layers to it that you can't really point to one thing but the back-to-back NFC championships and them basically just being like, "Ah, well, you're probably on your way out. There's nothing we can do to get this team over the hump it's it's ridiculous that that
1: would happen well and also we've learned that to get money to spend for the Packers very simple easy mm-hmm. you're the Packers could spend whenever yeah. however whatever
0: basically defer it,
1: to football is kind of what Brent Andrew Brent told yeah. us he was formerly a contract I think
0: he was a right, salary he's like, yeah. Yeah, cap the, guy yeah the vice president of finance or something
1: and he said anytime you went to that board and said hey we want to make this deal there like, yep fucking do sure. it yeah yeah, go, do it. It. yeah do it so it's like you have power now given to people and this is the owner conversation and not every owner is going to be able to hand Kraft was able to manage i guess for Mm -hmm. another couple years and extend it but it was still much different i think and who knows 10 years down the road we'll probably hear more stories from either tom or bill and hopefully they'll be friends at that point so they'll be able to who knows I, i don't Who gives a fuck if they're friends after that? As long as they tell us what the hell happens. But there's a chance we learn about a lot more of that. Maybe we'll find out that Kraft did do a lot of, like, kind of mending fences. But with no owner, you just kind of got to – like, you just got to hope, I guess, that the people that are in power will do the team right, you know, and who's voting for – I mean, it's just like, what if it gets in the hands of the wrong person? And maybe, I'm not saying it is, NFC Championship, couple of, but what if there are some decisions that aren't the right decisions being made? With the owner, you could defer to somebody. Like, hey, this is your money, this is your pocket, you can do this. In the Packers situation, there's none of that. It's like, this person is the end-all, be-all. It's not his pocket, it's not his thing. Who's getting deferred? You know what I mean? Does Would Aaron, if he's actually, and we've asked this question before, would he have to go into that, that board with a pitch deck? yeah. Like, is that what he would have to do? Like, how do you, the owner thing is much bigger than I ever realized as a player, as a fan, until I got into this and started following along with the Packers. I, um, uh, speaking of this situation. Here we go. Okay. I, 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 potential breaking news. Okay. I'd say definitely. My sources have told me. Very good sources, by the way. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's just go ahead and say very good sources. Um, Aaron Rodgers has never had his house deep cleaned by anyone. Whoa.
0: Uh, he Whoa. Say. Whoa. What do That's you
2: mean? what my
1: sources have told
2: me. I thought was scheduled for this week. Yeah. No, no, he He's is been ne- doing it
1: the last 10 years. I have never had my house deep cleaned. Oh, shit. Aaron <laughs> told me. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Hey, good my source. sources. <laughs> Here we go. It is a good source. I did good not source. Lie. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've never had my house deep cleaned by anyone but my amazing cleaner. So I think he has somebody personal.: that, Yes, I believe. I don't know. Maybe Lace knows this lady. I like lady that posts on Facebook. I don't think so. Maybe Lace, or or man, whoever it is. Maybe Lace knows this, but I've never had my house deep cleaned by anyone but my cleaner. Okay? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Also. The country club renewal isn't something like I pick and choose to do. So I honestly believe Aaron might be living like an Amish person for a while coming back into the world. Mm -hmm. He saw our video yesterday about his house being deep clean. He's like, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) 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 Sends me a text like this. Come on. And not true. And I wonder if he just got caught up on the country club news. Like, you know what I mean? Like, did he just get caught up on the country club? He's like, I did not. I did not. So I don't think he was telling me that to say like, Hey, I am cutting all ties in green Bay. I think he was saying like, Hey, this is some bullshit yeah. story. Yeah, a house cleaning. Let's go ahead and take this thing. Uh, let's take it easy.
0: Which we suspected yesterday when we no! saw it. I mean well, you know yeah, it's it's nice, but the, the Brian Connie Supervisor's office isn't just giving out. Hey, we're cleaning Rogers House next week. All right, tell everybody, tell everybody you know they're not doing that. But that
1: is the story. That is <laughs> oh, the Aaron yeah. Rogers story. Yeah, the Country Club renewal was massive. Huge. I mean, Aaron, welcome back to. Society. He's probably not here now. No, yeah, yeah, he already Quick checked in. Yeah, 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 he's already Checked up. in, checked hey, out. Hey, if yeah. it's Friday, Aaron, Smackdown tonight's going to be a good one. John yeah. Cena's going to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Tune in, tune in. Whenever you come back, I don't mm-hmm. know when you're coming back, but... So the house cleaning thing ain't real. Okay. He's not selling the house, and it doesn't mean he's coming back. No. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Nah. We don't know. The golf thing, it's not like that. that just happens.
0: He can eat that one and be okay. So
1: we are still right now in the same moment we were two months ago with this situation <laughs> on
0: draft night no information yet. well and for a while there I was expecting you know him to show up the first day at camp I figured it'd just be like you know yeah he's not going to show up until then and then Shefter, or uh, not Schefter but Rapid Rap Port. Sheet came on and told us like well he's probably going to go to camp but it's not going to be the first day it I don't know be... if he's there at the
1: first day I think he is a packer though is what uh, Rap We're like what so what are we missing here what does that now? mean well, what do you know yeah. by the way I did not abuse that text message no, not at all. Which no, I'm saying I did not. Uh, I did not text back. Like, oh, so wait what's a go- minute, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> so you're not selling your house? You are selling your house? What's going on? Are you uh, Are you going to golf there ever again? Do you see yourself ever golfing there? I did not do a full journalism breakdown, and I apologize. I've let down the world, but I did get an update from a very good source on the situation yeah, very reputable and at this point it does feel like the one year
2: and then you know see you later green bay is the most likely situation
1: yeah peter uh, king put that or um monday morning quarterback or
0: Breer? football morning in america Breer, somebody
1: football morning in america one of them every monday those are and i think peter's back from his break to did the last one mm-hmm. i was asked to do the peter king break uh blog thing last no way. year
0: yeah yeah
1: He wanted a copy of it four weeks early. Okay, had to be seventeen thousand words. Oh, so a little
0: pass, Pete.
2: (laughs) He wanted you to write about a story a month before the article is going to. He wanted to see
1: it, give it a full rundown, Mm -hmm. do the whole thing. I'm like grammar check. I'm like, I appreciate that. I understand your due diligence and everything like that. But who has the time to write two books four months before they're going out? Not me. Find someone else, buddy. (laughs) Not me. And I assume not everybody has to do that. He probably has a lot more trust than a lot of other people. Huh. He huh. doesn't want you saying the F word. Something to think about. Hey, I would put F dash dash dash. <laughs> That'd
0: have been good. Take up more space.
1: Smart. <laughs> yeah, maybe even the star.
0: Star's good. Well, yeah, might I might put star. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody in Indianapolis is incredibly enthused and pumped about the person joining us right now via satellite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how AJ feels about it, but I'm excited about it, as are the boys here. AJ, how's Ohio? Excited for the next guest? Oh, man. people! Like During that break, I had people pounding my door
3: down. They were so juiced. Might have been
1: Axel. I heard he does that every single day. That's why he might end up in space, but he ain't working for anybody else. Joining us now, a man who might have an inside information if he was to in space and with... Everything happening in the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. Emmy nominated host of Good Morning Football. Also co-host of Flying Coach. The last episode airs mañana on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen, Peter Shredd. Yeah! Pete! Hey, what are you doing? Drinking Donner playing a little flip cup. A little
4: red solo cup for you today oh, on a wonderful Tuesday afternoon in New York.
1: Hey, you can flip that thing well or no? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. A lot of training. Really? What, yeah, what is yeah. your uh, what is the technique of choice? Are you a finger flipper? Are you a shoulder flipper? Are you a scooper and grabber with the other hand? Mm-hmm. What is your style? Shoulder.
4: Of- it's actually, that's a great point. It's all on the shoulder. Yeah. And if you get in the shoulder, you can really yeah. get it going. But yeah. uh, I like being the anchor. I like being the one with all the pressure. Game on the line. Nice. Bring it to me. I'll do it. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, figure, I'll finish the job. You're a one flipper, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I'm not doing one flip, uh, it's a letdown, and it's a long, long night of thinking about how I could replay it in my head and could have gone about things differently. I've always
1: said flip cup is the best party game because the atmosphere is that of a sporting event. Everybody's involved, the electricity, the energy, and you can you can handicap it, too, just by putting more beer in your cup if you have better drinkers than the other team. It's the, it's the best game. I, I, can I... Can I give you a hot take, Pat? I'm actually not a fan. If you're at a big party,
4: I'm not a fan of the Beirut beer pong situation. I feel like it is very isolating. It is something that's just for those four people. Now, look, if you're paired up with a female that you want to get to know better, and you want to have some time, and that's a good opportunity for that. But for the general party atmosphere, those games go on forever. I agree. It's only those four people, everyone's
1: watching. I, I like agree.
4: the flip cup. I'm more of a, let's all bring it in together.
1: I agree, Shrags, and also, I mean, if you get caught with four bad players. Oh, oh man, boy. You can't even watch, like, like people will watch as a spectacle, you yep. know, maybe. Yeah, it's something to do. If it's something to do, but then you're ultimately gonna find yourself if there is a flip cup game and there are people pounding tables, I mean, it's just a much different vibe. I mean, I'm happy you're on our team though, Shriggs. I would've never guessed yeah. that, by the way. I want to let you yeah. know that. I would've would pegged you as a oh, I have a great beer pie <laughs> yeah. I would've tagged you as that, yeah. maybe a dice guy? You played the dice Ooh. game ever? Did I do a dice, look, quarters was a thing when yeah. I was in college. You, um, you have a guy that rolled it off your nose?
4: Oh yeah oh those, those I mean, that was it was a oh here we go it's like the guy who takes out the acoustic guitar at the party. <laughs> <laughs> All right
1: so Thank you for joining us, and AJ, I think, agrees with everything we're saying. We're down-to-earth people here, and AJ, sorry about that. I think we cut you off three times in that whole thing. That's another day for you, though, and I appreciate you being able to do that. Uh, Shregs, you probably played flip cup or beer pong, or maybe even quarters, with a guy who's a head coach of the Los Angeles Rams. That's why you guys are so tight. Last episode of Flying Coach comes out tomorrow. We're excited for it, but let's talk about the Rams. There's some breaking news going on right now. You had a breaking news as well. Cam Akers, tears Achilles, you're reporting they're not necessarily interested. They like Who's in their running back room already? Adrian Peterson's out there. There's some other names. What's the feel out of the Rams camp? You think?
4: Well, we spoke early this morning um, before the news went went massive, and it was it was not the uh, world is ending, the Rams are doomed, our offense can't run. It's a great feeling of anguish from the Rams building because they love that kid Cam Akers, and he was set to have a huge season. But this is not going to be, oh, my God, we got to bring Todd Gurley or Le'Veon Bell or Adrian Peterson. And they think the running back room is fairly deep and that the way this offense works, they're going to be okay. And they're going to be all right for now. Now, look, we have a whole training camp. Let's see. They can assess it. But this is not, hey, let's get in line and go bring in some veteran because we're worried we just lost our 30 carries from Cam Akers. I, I also think that this offensive game plan going to be pass focused more than just run the ball focused and Cam Akers was such a dynamic receiver out of the backfield and what he did in the playoffs was take the ball under center a few times in that wildcat against the Packers in that game which was pretty exciting he offers a lot as far as variety he's not just hey run the ball three yards cloud of dust what he does is you can't really replicate it with a Gurley or a Le'Veon Bell or an Adrian Peterson at this point in their careers
3: Shrugs. It seems like uh, like McVeigh is very very excited about having Matthew Stafford there. Like, can you get a sense when you talk to him, when you do these podcasts? Just does he? Is he? It seems like he's almost giddy. Like, and he can't wait for the season to start and what he has. Yeah, AJ. It's
4: a term I had never heard before doing this podcast, and he's mentioned it about a dozen times. Um, above the neck. Is that a term you've ever heard that the above the neck is through yeah. the roof and. Listen, it's almost like a zero-sum game when he talks publicly about Stafford. When he says something good about Stafford, it's viewed as an insult to Jared Goff. That is not the case. He and Jared actually have a far better relationship right now than anyone would imagine. They're fine. And Sean has a lot of love for Jared. They got this world, But what Stafford does pre-snap during the, during the play, it's not even like they've had a chance to see it. The two of them out in action together it's more what sean sees on film and their conversations so yes he's very excited about what Stafford does his arm is as live as it's ever been he's healthy but it's the above the next stuff which you know is a lot of the stuff they say about rogers when when he was first you know really finding his groove in the 2010 2011 2012 season it's like what he can do pre-snap and what he sees and then with the shot clock at five seconds can make a play call and a design that's something that no one else can do because cerebrally he's so quick Sean sees that in Stafford. Stafford is really good physically, really good mentally, and I think they're really excited to work together.
1: Did you hear what old Ward said up there in San Fran? That was fascinating to me. And did McVeigh hear that, uh, what Ward said, uh cornerback who said, still Matt Stafford. I mean, what are we yep. even talking about? And then I think he said, Jared Goff got them to the Super Bowl, and he's out of there. Yeah, his exact quote, shout-out to uh, Florio and Pro Football Talk for quoting this, he's the same quarterback who was on Detroit Lions and they still didn't get a playoffs. They had Megatron. Alright, what was the problem over here in Detroit? Well, there's not enough time in a fucking day, pal, <laughs> yeah. to get into that. But um, is Sean McVay, is he cognizant of any of this stuff that's going on? There's a lot of people that think Stafford is not good at football. And I am not one of them. I'm yeah. not one of them. I've always been on the, I've watched the Lions games because we have a guy who's mm-hmm. from Detroit. And he, if you're really friends with somebody, you want to watch their team so you can potentially, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, rub a bit, run yeah. It, yeah. it. Like that that whole thing. But also I got a chance to meet Stafford at a wedding and he was super, Cool. So I'm like, okay, this guy's cool. He's good. I think the world is going to be excited. Does McVeigh know about any of that or even care at all? Like, is he the type of guy who's like, uh, wait till they see what Matthew, like, is that, has that been something you've kind of said? It's
4: not. There's, there's no like chip on the shoulder. It's you and me versus the world. And I would say that interview was actually done by a guy named Grant Cohn, who's a local. San Francisco beat reporter, and kudos to him. He got Jimmy Ward for an hour and basically kept our show, Good Morning Football, afloat with those kind of quotes <laughs> for a week when there was no other news. And Jimmy Ward, a lot of that stuff that he was saying at Atlanta was like, he was actually respectful of Stafford's game. He was like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get why all of a sudden they're the Super Bowl favorite when we've beaten them four times in a row and Jared Goff took them to a Super Bowl. I respect that honesty. And from the Niners' point of view and their defense, you know. McVay's offense hasn 't been lights out. they held them to twenty points and sixteen points last year when they were all injured. so what are we what are we doing here? What are we what are we oohing and eyeing about and I think that 's a big opinion amongst a lot of people now. does Sean hear it not directly, not necessarily, but he 's aware of what 's going on in the periphery Tell. and I think Stafford is aware as well it 's not one of these things where they go to sleep with bulletin board material, put a picture of Jimmy Ward up on their mirror or anything. But they're aware it's happening, and I'm sure it's going to come up at some so- at some point in the pep talks in the August uh, training camp sessions.
1: That's awesome. Can't wait to hear it. I'm excited for the world to see Matthew Stafford. I, I also enjoy that he's saying that now. San Fran played Detroit twice, I believe, since he's been there. And who won? Yeah, well, one of the games, yeah. yeah. St- Detroit beat him, mm-hmm. and then on that, that, yeah. I mean, it was it's, it was just fascinating to hear. Yeah, like, who's,
4: oh. wh- whose wedding were you at with with Stafford? I love playing the social game. Who was it? Let's do the connections, Kevin Bacon style.
1: No, I don't play those connections games. Shrek. Really? Go ahead, Ty. What no, do you name the player? Shranks, I don't play those games. Uh-uh. You hear me? I, I yeah. don't do that. No, yeah, I'm trying to connect your career and Stafford's. I want to see it's the not program. not a player. Oh, no, don't, don't worry. worry. Hey, 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 on, hey. Hawk. hey, we don't need fucking blues clues here, pal. You hear me? Go ahead, Ty. Yeah.
0: Shrake, with over. the report uh, that Schefter released this morning, uh, do you see any changes in the Aaron Rodgers situation, even though it wasn't really breaking news and it was just repackaged as breaking news? And also, I know you don't really do it, but uh, who's going to be the guest on Flying Coach tomorrow? <laughs>
4: um, no, get the news. Adam's got it. He's like, there's an offer, and he, and he declined it. I think we all knew that the intention for Rodgers was never about money. He makes a ton of money, and it's not the way he seems to – be guided, he certainly doesn't uh, ever come off as a guy who needs more more coin. Um, but I think it goes back to what Aaron said all along. And what he said with Kenny main, which I think was the best, um, you know, little insight with uh, it, it, since this stuff came out at the draft from Aaron's side of it. And it was basically it's like it's a people business. And I don't feel like they're running things like uh, uh, an organization should it's very corporate. And when you get between The draft and now, two quotes from the president, and one of them is saying that Aaron's situation has divided the fan base, and the other one's saying complicated fella, it sheds a light on some of the stuff that Aaron might be alluding to. Um, But yes, I don't think there's any number money-wise that he would say, okay, well, let's let bygones be bygones at this point. And I always defer to A.J. Hawk on these situations when we're on this together because I'm I'm, uh, assuming and I'm reading between the lines and I'm going with what I know, but certainly Aaron's not driven by an extra million dollars or two at this point. No, I, mean,
3: I don't think yet. Yeah, he's made it clear from the beginning, hasn't he? That it's not about money, not about a new contract. I think you hit it. You hit it right on, Shregs. Like and if you listen to Mark Murphy, the comments that he has said publicly, and you actually think about it, you're like yeah, this is what Aaron said, right? Like this is yeah.
1: Shregs, You wouldn't do relationship. It's all it what... is. <laughs> Shregs, you wouldn't do what we did, though. At the beginning of that, because Ty asked you a leading question, basically saying like, this isn't breaking news. <laughs> like, right. We all agree. And you're like, that's oh, a piece of news. You said mm-hmm. it, I guess it is. But that's kind of been this entire story. Right. And we we you and us and everybody has been like, AJ, what the hell's going on? And AJ is like, unless AJ is a better actor than some people that, you know, potentially were in the number one. Number one Hollywood box office. Uh, right. I'm not that no, good. I'm not, I'm not saying LeBron. Good. I'm saying the other people in the movie, too. Uh, oh, not, okay. you better not be good. saying Don Cheadle. Oh, I'm not talking about LeBron. Just know that. Oh, okay. okay. you talking about Don Cheadle? No! I mean, there was a couple times he was holding something in about. his hand. He was staring at his wrist. I mean, it was just like, what are lady. You talking
2: about that traitor, John Cena? No, all right.
1: <laughs> all right, Shrek. Sorry this has turned into this, but there has been no information on it, which is... Crazy, because we're a week out. Teams are reporting right now the Bucks are at the White House. Any early news or things we should look at as teams are on the training camp, Shregs? Anything you're hearing? Well, the Bucks are at the White House.
4: The Milwaukee Bucks are playing a game six Ooh, at home. Bucks. The owner of the team is Aaron Rodgers. Does he show up? Does he Ooh. make his face? Oh. Known? Does he get booed if he is? Pastor. I mean, it would be a shame if a team that he's an owner of, that he was going to worthless regular season games for, he can't show up to game six of the finals through fear of either A, taking the spotlight away from the team or B the reception by the scoreboard. I'm fascinated to see if he shows up. I, I have no insight on him if he does, but tonight I don't I could care less about the basketball. I want to see if Rodgers is there. <laughs> Bakhtiari's had a nice little second career here as the, ch- the beer chugger. Let's see if Rodgers is there. Um, well, Aaron doesn't want to get into Bakhtiari's. Come on, now. Hey
1: Aaron, Aaron knows Bakhtiari is where the bread is buttered, okay? That's he understands. Right. He's not he going to want... be
4: chugging beers, but Pat, if you owned uh, an NBA school. team, wouldn't you want to be there if the confetti's fallen and this is your team? Wouldn't you like to be able to say, it's my hometown, this is Milwaukee. I'm, I, this is what I invested in. I would like to be there.
1: I wish I could make seven shots straight putts to Barry, Phil Mickelson, and Tom Brady as well. Aaron and I are much different human beings, yeah. as I think, you know, you should view that as the same way as well. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Pete,
2: uh, Benny Bolin wrote an article in the Boston Globe that his... I like tw- Ben. Yeah, me too. He's a good guy. That uh, his sources are telling him that it's not a real QB competition with uh, New Orleans and the Saints, and that they're going with Taysom Hill. Is that what you're hearing as well, and is this because of the fact that Jimmy Winston is throwing towels and dodging dogs, or... No,
4: I'm always here for the Jimmy Go Winston uh workout video. No, Sean hasn't tipped his his uh his his what's the t- was it? he hasn't hand. shown his car, yeah, there it is. tipped his hand,
1: yeah,
4: on the starter. I think all this is conjecture until we get to week one. Peyton loves he's the kind of guy that would say we're going with Taysom Hill and then week one we don't see Taysom Hill under center one. So I don't look as much as they practice in training camp, this is Winston's second season. Taysom's fifth, whatever it is, they're going to be good to go. They're both going to fully know the playbook. But I'd be very surprised if we don't see a bunch of both of them. And I don't, and I'd be very surprised if it wasn't a competition at some point for that week one, who's taking the first snap. Um, I want to go back to you mentioned the the flying coach player. Can I give you guys some clues on who we got? There's
1: yes, please. Like you know, is it Sean? Did you find out who the starting quarterback for the Saints is next or tomorrow? Here we go. It's not Sean Payton. Ah. I'll just say it straight up.
4: It's a guy that we've mentioned before, Mike Tomlin's joining us.
1: <laughs>
4: He's amazing. He's we recorded no it all yeah. so, so we don't get into Cam Akers top off the top of this thing. Mike Tomlin is incredible yes. in this hour. I will tell you this, I implore everyone, tomorrow it, 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 uh, it goes live. Download this podcast, it's a combo. It's Mike Tomlin and it's Raheem Morris. Ooh, okay, who, here we go. who is now Sean's defensive coordinator. Tomlin and Morris worked together for five years in Tampa. They wanted to come on together and Um, talk about coaching, talk about their journey. But I assure you this, whatever you want to say about the Steelers and the playoffs and how to go, if you listen to this podcast for an hour and you're a Steelers fan, you will want to run through a freaking wall for your head coach. He is that good, that dialed in. So much so that I went into this thinking, all right, Steelers—they're in a battle with the Browns and the Ravens. They're probably the third team heading into the season, based on what. That I... I might be like, all right, Steelers are going to the Super Bowl this year. This guy is so <laughs> dialed in right now, and he is so good with like wisdom. Because a lot of this is coaching wisdom, and you know, I asked him, I'm like, in 2006, you were the defensive coordinator for one year for the Minnesota Vikings. Bill Cower steps away you walk into that interview room and you get the Pittsburgh Steelers head coaching job over Ken Wisenhunt, who had been there for years, over uh, Russ Grimm, who had been there for years. How'd you do it? And his whole thing was like, I live every day with a nothing to lose attitude. Everything you have to do is in front of you in the day and go and be carefree and just do it. And I. You know, I said, it, there's 15 years. Like, How do you still find that motivation? And I think both of you guys will really appreciate this. And Pat, I know how close you are with Coach Pagano and AJ. I know how close you are with your coaches. His thing is, a player's playing career is this small. And I know that every single day... And if I can go out there and extend that window or make the most out of that window and treat him with the respect that he's giving the game, like that inspires me to get out of bed every morning. I've never once lost that competitive spirit. It's all about the players and maximizing their ability to make generational wealth and maybe as a team coming together and having an amazing moment, hoisting a Lombardi. Mike Tomlin. Might be our best interview yet. We did 10 of them. And I, if you're a Steelers fan, I swear, you want to run to La Trobe right now and just start doing up-downs. Exactly. Well,
1: I just want to let you know that you just said four very cliche coaching things there as a preview for it. Does Tomlin loosen up? Does he get wide open? The yeah. reason why Raheem's on there, by the way, is because Tomlin was like, I don't know those motherfuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> and I I think that is why I love Tomlin so much. I, I've said this before. He is the reason why... Any scouts looked at me at my pro day. He led the workout for me at West Virginia because Bill Stewart, I think, gave him his first job at um, Wow, Virginia, William and Mary. Yeah, William, William and Mary. Bill Stewart gave him his first job. Or so, Central Arkansas. I know he was there for Arkansas State. One of those. I think it was William and Mary, but the okay. uh, they had a close relationship, and he put me through the entire workout basically, field goal, and then I punted some afterwards, and he put it through there. And he was he was like taught Virginia Military. It's there. It is VMI. VMI. There. It is. DMI. Yep. Yeah, so okay. he, um, and William and Mary is where he played, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he put me through that workout, though, and while I was doing things, he was either, he was hyping up what I was doing, like, to the scouts, and talking shit to me at the same time. So it was Good. like a, it was like a cool thing, you know, and he knew I was from Pittsburgh, I think, and Bill Stewart had given him a heads up, like, hey, you can talk, like, hey, you can, Pat, like, likes that time. He has always been nothing but nice to me, and somebody that's from Pittsburgh, getting to see him work, I am so excited that you got a chance to chat with him, because uh, he, he never does it interview shrinks No, ever. no. And, and
4: the one quick story I'll tell because I want you to listen, it's a lot of story time with him and Raheem it's and awesome. going back to the early 2000s. But Raheem Morris gets married, invites basically all his coaching buddies. And Sean McVay the youngest one there and whatever he's at the wedding and he's a single guy and Raheem and him were coaches in Washington together. And everyone's hanging out and some kid like a teenage kid jumps in the deep end of the pool the day after the wedding where everyone's hanging out by the pool. And swims down to the end of the pool and comes all the way back without breathing. And Raheem Morris is looking around. And is like, yeah, man, that is the way to do it. And Mike Tomlin's like, yeah. And his story about McVeigh is, here's McVeigh, And he's like, I, I can do it two times back and forth. And everyone's like, bullshit, you can't. But McVeigh is such a competitive, sick pup that he needs to do this move in the pool. Yeah. You know the move in the pool you go and you just hold your breath
1: the hold whole way. Hold your nose,
4: yeah. Hold your nose and yeah. so McVeigh's like this. So everyone starts <laughs> talking it up and it becomes this big thing where everyone around the pool is seeing, can McVeigh do it? Can McVeigh, and McVeigh's so fired up to do this at a wedding, you know, the day after a wedding when they were all having a good time the night before. McVay goes, goes back and forth, does it. He says, gets it out. He says, their celebration was like they just won the Lombardi trophy. The entire (laughs) wedding party going nuts. That McVay was able to do this. And everyone else at the resort is like,
1: these people are crazy.
4: But that's like Tomlin telling a story. And you never see that side of Mike Tomlin. I'm so happy he opened up with us on Flying Coach.
1: Yeah, we're lucky. I can't wait to hear it. Congrats to you on a hell of a season with Flying Coach, by the way. We hope it gets extended for another one. If not... I assume we would love to dump money into an operation of you and McVeigh interviewing people. We have loved it. It's really been the only show that we've stuck with that I think from outside of here, really through this entire thing. It's been awesome. It's a finite
4: thing. We only wanted to do 10 episodes, so you know there's an end in sight. It's kind of nice. And likewise to you, Pat, I'm watching clips on Twitter. John Cena makes his great return, and you have the all time greatest line like any fan at home. (laughs) (laughs) Where?
1: You should, Shreggs, there was a. there was about a, I guess, two seconds, maybe a second long volleyball in my head of like, do I say it? Do I not say it? it's a big moment? Ah, fuck it, where's going? Ah. And I, I, I've watched it back a few times. Uh, it's, it's a, incredible. It's a movie. I'm not supposed to be in that's a video game situation. I'm Doesn't not it supposed to feel be in that play. way? Yeah. I yeah. think
4: we all can feel that way about life sometimes. And you've earned it, my friend, and it's it's entertaining the rest of us, so keep it going.
1: Well I appreciate that. My dumbass life hopefully will be able to do that forever, which is what we <laughs> talked about earlier, ladies and gentlemen, Peter Schrager. Thanks. Hey! You, thank you.
0: We interrupt this conversation to let you know that whether you're hustling for a promotion, working on your golf swing, or just chilling with friends. Cuts clothing keeps you feeling good and looking sharp. And to mark five years of creating clothing that can be dressed up or down for anything, Cuts is having a month-long anniversary celebration. Five years ago, Cuts founder Steve Borelli set out to create clothes for every occasion the modern man faces. Since then, Cuts has become the Tesla of t-shirts, hoodies, polos, sweatshirts, and more. From their signature buttery soft, Pika Pro Tri Blend tees to their cozy Hyperloop French Terry fabric hoodies. Cuts elevates clothing staples with cutting edge fabric technology. And hey, That's no BS. Okay, I love my Cuts t-shirts. Just got one of their new hoodies. It is so comfortable. You can wear it for any occasion, whether you're just lounging around or if you know you need to look good for a, a business meeting of sorts. Cuts is premium with a purpose. Each piece is crafted with custom engineered fabric and a comfortable fit without compromising on timeless, universally flattering style. And this month marks the Cut's 5th anniversary. And they're doing it big with 2 collection drops, a product launch, and a week long special event. Join the celebration and get 15% off site wide by going to cutsclothing.com slash pat. That's Cuts Clothing, C U T S C L O T H I N G dot com slash Pat for 15% off and access to anniversary events all month long. Back to the show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, joining us from an attic is a man who was once a college football national champion. He was once a Super Bowl champion, wow. now fall, fall, fall from grace to an attic, ladies and gentlemen, on this show, AJ.
2: Yeah!
1: <laughs> Far fall from grace, sir, I apologize for that misleading there, but welcome back, great to have you, how you doing? Hey, good
3: to good to be here, man, what happened in the first hour? I, I know Diggs had a situation online, some guys punked him right on their show as well. <laughs> what <else was> <laughs> okay, so
1: we weren't going to dive into that, you know, but... I assumed you guys already covered it, so I just want a quick recap. now because the yeah, Hammerdown boys just got into the studio, by <laughs> yeah. the way. Gumpy, how you doing? Hey, Gumpy. Gumpy, uh, at Tone Diggs, the Kofi Cowboy. I mean, there was quite a scene on the internet yesterday with old yeah. Tone Diggs. Mm-hmm. I saw a video of him driving home from the softball game on Saturday night on the internet. At Tone Diggs, uh, is everything all right? Do we have any housekeeping that we need to get after? Is Are you in a beef right now currently with anybody? Is life good? Nope, life's all good.
0: Well, what? they're saying know. that you turned your back on your city, Tom. No. See, whoa!
1: <laughs> I, don't think... I was just
0: reading the comments. Uh, you're,
1: this is hammered down. Part, this is HDB. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was
0: just reading the <laughs> comments Look at it's AJ, by the way, smoking
1: his cigar. <laughs> he,
0: he knows. You
1: <laughs> dance, clowns. Yeah. He's like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. He's like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Bezos. Je- we don't know what his actual name Bezos. is. Bezos. Bezos. I I heard Jeff Bezos say, Hi, I'm Jeff Bezos of Amazon <laughs> in a video. And then I've heard other people that say, No, it's Bezos or whatever. And those people stand by, whatever the case, our space cowboy that is the richest guy yep. on Earth or mm-hmm. whatever, he cut a promo, okay, immediately not after we... <laughs> right, so turn's not helping out.
3: <laughs> they were playing the radio show, it sounds like. or. Yeah.
2: Well, it's, got, it's coming
3: from
1: back there. <laughs> That's where it's coming it I know it's coming. Yeah, we know where. <laughs> it's coming, I believe, directly from where your hands are right now, Zeta. I had Bezos up, and I don't know what happened there. But he is up right for you right now, though. Yeah, well, uh, perfect. We need to talk about what was that other video. <laughs> yeah. was that something I, that was- I believe it was a Diggs runaway car clip ah oh, see zito this is what i need you to do whenever you're in here with us okay i need you to keep going i know you can get distracted immediately by a jeep okay that has digs and a vanity plate across the back of that thing okay that is the DeGilio family And if you zito if you'd like to make fun of coach dig no 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 go go no no no, oh, no, no go, go, ahead. Yours. go ahead go ahead the president oh, of the italian club already the president of the italian club in plum Making fun of his vanity plates on the back of no, his Jeep, no, no. Grand We're,
2: Cherokee. We're talking
1: about who is in the driver's seat, who is in the <laughs> passenger seat. Okay. Yeah. Well, we weren't talking about that on this show. You're talking about off air, which leads me exactly back to where I was. We're not playing that. Okay. I'm not a guy who's going to air the digs his car out on the goddamn <laughs> thing like the rest of the year. I'm happy you would like to do that. You can do that in your life, but with Bezos, he took off in a penis shaped thing. Oh right? yeah. It was. Did you see this thing, AJ?
3: I saw bits and pieces. I did not get to see his speech when he landed.
1: Well, the speech is what we will get to, but his his rocket that he took off in real thin capsule, and then it had a little mushroom head on top. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Little mushroom head. So on did
3: too. Elon. Elon's has a little penis head too. Okay, so Elon's big, got it. I should say big penis head. I'm guessing if it's a rocket. <laughs>
1: In the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't Fair. know what we're comparing him to. Totally but, relative, yeah. Well, Bezos had uh, four people in the tip of his head. Yeah, so that's that, massive. He shoots up there. He goes into space. The rocket that took him up the shaft, it comes back down. It lands all by itself. Then, yeah, then Bezos and his brother and somebody else, they come back down with some parachutes and absolutely mm-hmm. Wow. I mean. It seems like the sand dissipates quickly, like almost before they hit. Is there anything slowing them down? I don't think so. They hit Earth pretty hard there. I don't remember how hard Branson hit. I don't think we ever saw that. Was it in the water? Maybe. I'm not sure. He came down pretty hard. Hit. But the Space Cowboy, Jeff Bezos, went over and cut a promo immediately after doing so. I didn't know he was full heel. Did you hear what he said? Have you heard this? No, I'm curious. I want to see what happened. Play it.
2: And then... I also I want to thank uh, every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer because hey. you guys paid for all of this. <laughs> so, seriously, uh, okay. for every Amazon customer out there and every Amazon employee, thank you from the bottom of my heart yeah. very yeah. much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, You're well, welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no problem, problem. Jeff.
3: Yeah. Okay. So this is why. This is why his wife was trending then, right? His wife, his ex-wife, because she is giving away like fifty-eight billion dollars, or saying she's giving away more than anybody, and he's blowing people's money to go to space for
1: whatever reason. Uh, well, I mean, he has a reason to go to space. It, it is fascinating that all these rich people want to get to space as fast as possible. I don't know what that means. Okay, I just, I, I you know, you hear old songs like from Prince and stuff talking mm-hmm. about, you know, it, there's always been this chatter by very wealthy folks about getting. Off of earth. And Richard Branson's been trying to do this for a long time. Elon has come in very quickly and taken it over. Bezos, as soon as he got money, he's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And, And I don't know if it's like their escape thought or if they want to explore more, take over more. They see good business. Whatever the case, they all want to get up there, right? I appreciate the fact, though, that Bezos comes down Puts a fucking cowboy hat on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Puts a cowboy hat on this guy, and you know we have seen this man in an apartment with spray paint behind him. Yeah. You know, looking like a beat up. Hey, why is this watch
3: over his over
1: his long sleeve shirt? Tell the time. It's, it's a time. Rolex. Okay. <laughs> it's probably pretty expensive, and also, yeah, he needs to know what time it is just because he's going to space. What is? Who knows? All this shit. But, <laughs> Bezos thanking my wife directly was very nice of him and i thought he was potentially going to say none of this is possible without it or whatever but him just going uh, you paid for all this shit is maybe <laughs> my favorite heel moment of all time I, I did not expect that congrats to him still being alive though i thought there was a chance he was going to be dead with this whole thing just like i thought with branson i thought these things blow up seems like they got to figure it figured out good for humanity i guess
3: well i mean obviously there's definitely a chance that it could blow up but so what, they're just going up they're not getting into orbit. They're just hitting like hitting
1: space and coming back down, right? Yeah, but they're doing zero gravity like you can do on a plane in North Carolina, by the way, for like a thousand bucks. Yep. They're hitting um they're hitting zero gravity though. I saw Branson floating around. Yeah. Yeah. The video- Edge of space, yeah, they're, they're saying. They're That's where old those. buddy Red Bull jumped out?
0: Yeah. Felix? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think so. Is that where he jumped out yeah, from? Yeah, I think so.
1: So Felix's been up here long for any of these fucking billionaires. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and he didn't take a And he free fell. Yeah. And he passed out. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And almost didn't get off, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, they just kept going. I wonder if they'll ever do that again where they'll create something in there that kicks the person out, you know, just in case mm-hmm. at a height. Eject bud. I thought that, do you remember when that guy did that for uh, Red Bull, I think? Yeah, it was awesome. I might—I forget if he passed out on way down or I think on the way up he passed out. Was it way down on so many circles he was going? Oh, because how fast he was spinning. Mm -hmm. Because then maybe my immediate thought after hearing that is, what if he passes out on the way up? Like if you yes. then yeah, later what later happens? Pal. Yeah,
2: then oh, well, then he floats into space and he dies.
1: And that would be the difference between him and what these guys are doing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: because he's not you know going up in some hoity-toity ship. That thing, like that
1: thing's space junk right now. Yeah. The thing that he, took him, yeah, exactly. pretty much. And that thing had the power to get past the. I thought the balloons were going to pop at some point. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong though
3: yeah that thing wouldn't have just taken off up into orbit after he
2: jumped
1: so he would have mm. been dropped into earth regardless there i thought he had a little power thing yeah
2: on there. and i thought that thing just floated into space i'm, I'm sure they can control job. it you know they can control it from the ground though too i'm
3: sure
1: he is controlling things but
3: they definitely have backup systems so we've around.
1: had rockets that go to space on that could be in control from the ground for uh, all time then right i think so weren't the spacex ones on
2: um, unmanned because a lot of them were blowing up and those are, they were trying to what the
1: fuck yeah. was felix Baumgartner on
2: he was in a little capsule, but
1: yeah, Got right I wonder, here for
2: you. how did he get up there? Do we
3: know?
1: Did he get, because that wasn't the balloons. The balloons was, uh, what's was his face? David, David, uh, David Blaine. Blaine. David Blaine. Yeah. David
3: Blaine. And so that, was this strap, Pat, was this thing strapped to a shaft
1: and shot him up there, and then the shaft is out
3: there in space junk now?
1: Yeah, did this dude do a... Sp- a rocket launch? Maybe we should look back on what Felix Baumgartner did yeah, a little bit yeah, better. Put some <laughs> respect
2: on his name. How the hell did he
1: get up there? <laughs> how did he
2: get out of that thing? Jesus. With a button?
1: Rebel gives you wings, AC. Yeah. yeah. It tastes like absolute dog shit, but it'll give you wings. It got Baumgartner to fucking space. <laughs> yeah. It was a helium balloon that pulled that thing up? Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Big old Jesus. son of a bitch.
1: Yeah. How, how Big many? balloon. It pulled it up to the stratosphere. The- how, how high was he and how high is Bezos and Branson? Uh, approximately 39 kilometers, so 24 uh, miles they were all the in the stratosphere. They were all
2: in the stratosphere.
1: So they're all in the same area. Yeah.
2: They weren't in orbit. They were just in
3: how the many, stratosphere. How many thousand feet is
1: it? Over 100,000. 24, 24 miles. 24 miles uh, times 3, 3, 12, 80, 92. Well, yeah, there's what, 5,280 feet <laughs> in a mile? shit. What? <laughs> Go- <laughs> 5,280 like
2: 5, times 24, whatever
1: that I is. I did it as if they were yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyways, you get it. They were way upper, dude. Yeah.
2: 350,000 feet is where Bezos was. Oh, shit. So Bezos was up, up Is there.
3: Branson at that height, too?
2: I think it, so.
3: Wasn't Baumgartner like 60,000 feet? He wasn't One 128, I think. If it was 24 miles, I mean, how does a
1: helium balloon get you to 128,000 feet? I mean, this helium balloon's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, I need to show a photo of the helium balloon if you got it, Because if I recall, it was massive. Mm-hmm.
1: And how did Chris Angel get his hands on that thing to do the thing?
2: Dave Blaine, I uh, do believe he was gifted uh, all those balloons. And let's keep in mind, inside the balloons was actually <laughs> oh, like God, a ship. <laughs> <drone>. <laughs> yeah, so it, that was a little iffy. Oh,
1: man. AJ, you ever go into space, if it's available, it is available for you. You can pay for that right now. Yeah. Will you go? Uh, no, it's, I would not waste the money to do it right now, but I'm not against
3: it. I'd like to try it one day.
1: My ears pop on takeoff going down to Florida. I, I couldn't even imagine what it would do at 20, 40, 60, 70, 80, 100,000 feet.
0: Your head would explode.
1: head would feel like it's going to blow up, I would assume. Yeah. That's what took Baumgartner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. How high would it have... That's Felix, and then that looks like yeah. just like at a obviously. store, you get a thing that holds With down a balloon. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's a human down there. But yeah, the obviously we did know he was down there. Yeah, how high would that could have gone? Do we know? Is the internet said that? Could that mm-hmm. thing? Have, it, did it just go to three hundred thousand feet? What would have? What's why did go to only three hundred fifty? You said stratosphere. What's that mean? And Layers out, of the
2: Earth's atmosphere.
1: Yeah, and then outer spaces outside of that.
2: If you get past that, you got to go through like the. Corona or whatever the hell it is. Corona?
3: Whoa, oh, is oh, we're oh, trying yeah. to go
1: through Corona down oh, here. Yeah. Whoa. yeah,
2: you need a rocket to get
3: through there because that that's yeah. where they have to have the heat shields and all that. They yeah. got to, you know, every movie you watch, they got to like ignite it to get through there and then all of a sudden, boom, it's black and you're in space. Everybody, in space. Everybody
1: has talked about this, but it's real. How does the sun Bluetooth heat into this?
0: Who knows? How Man.
1: the fuck does that happen? AJ? How does...
3: I got a question, Pat. How does uh, no, no, answer happen? that
1: one first. I would like to answer that one first. How does the okay. sun Bluetooth heat into our stratosphere? How does that happen? How does anything happen? How did
3: somebody, yeah. who was uh-huh. the first person that came up with? I don't know. Who thought of email? Who thought of anything? I, I don't know, I don't how know. anything
1: works. I think Hotmail maybe was the first email, and there's yeah. some people that still have it. And you go, okay, I'm never emailing you, i tell you that. <laughs> that person's a You have no idea what the world's like. You still have an iPhone 6 or something. No, I got a new iPhone. Uh, yeah, well, I'm just saying we're talking about the same person to do Hotmail. Is that same person, <laughs> no. so let's fucking go ahead and back off. I got the Gmail <laughs> app, okay? Yeah. I don't have the Hotmail app. Wait, what? what forget it. But you're right. <laughs> every time we fly, Makes every sense. time we fly— How are we doing this? Um. Makes no sense. The Wright brothers, I understand, they were able to crash a plane down on a beach or whatever, and they are born in Ohio and everything like that. Oh, yeah. There's planes, though, that are the size of fucking buildings, and they're just somehow getting up and and flying for 20 hours and then just coming down peacefully. How does that happen? How, How... I guess there's oh, some scientists going to come in there and go, well, the the force, the up force with the air, they like, all right, fuck, how does it work, though? How how is yeah. that even ha How do we find out? It makes no sense how the world operates. You're right. So I guess we shouldn't just question just the rockets because everything else is insane. But it's only a matter of time before we're just kind of traveling out of this whole thermosphere, right? It's only a matter of time?
3: I guess. So, so in this picture,
1: does it show where Bezos was or where – uh richard branson was so 35 kilometers right is what they said yeah so he's below the uh you know where you see that sounding rocket and uh, the meteor he's right below the meteor mm-hmm. okay he's right below what, the meteor what's a sounding rocket you know is that the one that's over my house going you know. you're like what is up there <laughs> i think so <laughs> i think so yeah is there something up there
0: so they didn't even scratch the surface. We're so no, why, are we, near space. why are we celebrating Oh, no, way to go.
1: You got some
2: clots. No, I thought the 35 kilometers was the uh, Baumgartner guy. I thought they got up to 350,000 feet. Bezos and them, which would be what? Closer to the 80 kilometer
1: mark? Mm, good call. Good call. So they were almost in the thermosphere. How many miles is um, 350,000 feet? All right. So 5,280. I'm going to say
2: 75. 66 miles up,
1: it Ooh. Says. Okay, so, so no, much lower. They were not up there. Yeah, they're much lower than what you were saying. No, 66 miles well, is yeah. on the right you side. You led off with 90-80 is what you oh, said. 66, 66 miles right. on the right but, side. I just telling you, that's where you started. I understand it's above the <laughs> fucking line, but you started at you started at Mars almost, I think. No. I, I'm not no. hurt. It looks like I didn't even drop the thermosphere. I got answers. All right, here we go. Uh, Are you going to address the car situation? First, <laughs> please. Don't need to. Please. Uh, <laughs> Hey, by the way, whoever's talking needs to pipe down about the DeGilios. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful. I don't know if this
2: is a good idea. coach Dix. They got a bocce team you do not want to run into because they will absolutely drop you. Whoever's tailing coach, uh, that's just a bad move. (laughs) It's a bad move? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyways, go ahead.
2: Uh, Bezos and crewmates will go 100,000 kilometers, and then Virgin went 86 kilometers.
1: 100,000 kilometers? 100 kilometers, sorry. There oh, okay, I'm oh, gonna it. say that. There it <laughs> that's a wide description. Mars, <laughs> holy Jesus shit, Jesus. Branson.
2: 100 for Bezos, 86 for Branson.
1: Oh, so Bezos was second, but one higher because mm-hmm. he said, "I can't wait to join the club." He'll say that he's the 100 when kilometers club. <laughs> yeah, that's what he'll say. Yeah, he'll 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 probably make a bad yeah, He will, and he'll walk right up to my wife and say, "Hey." You order something every single day. Thank you. This fucking bad (laughs) is because of you. Thank you. Thank you, You Jeff. You paid for this. Thank you,
0: Jeffrey. Why don't yeah. we send Felix back up in the balloon, see if we can—if mm-hmm. that thing will fucking float to the moon and then yeah. have him jump off?
1: Well, the thing about Felix, a lot of people are looking forward to that. I guess this particular space uh, trip by the space cowboy, Jeff Bezos, uh-huh. 170,000 people said not keep him out there if he does. <laughs> hey, stay up
2: there, Jeff. We don't want you back.
1: Please, they wanted to shut the biodome. 170,000 people were uh, calling for him to get up there and then for him to shut the door somehow don't and him stay in. out there. 170,000 people, allegedly. That's alleged. Is, are those all Amazon workers? Uh, probably um, workers and then also all of the small businesses that, yeah.
2: Potentially yeah, that are getting uh, eviscerated yeah. by Amazon.
3: Yeah. I guess now, though, what's the next step for these guys for uh, for Bezos
1: or, or Richard Branson? I think Mars, right, has yeah. always been the goal yeah. or moon for right. them. I mean, for them.
2: If, they, if they're the first uh, just like citizen to go to the moon without an Commercial. Yeah, so they what? could be the, the first commercial, commercial there people there. there. So the. Spacewalk would be the next logical step here in the evolution. <laughs> you can get out there, and get outside the craft, take that's a little true. float around in yeah, orbit. You're
1: right. Yeah, yeah, but that's not the ultimate goal.
2: No, no, no. That's We're just talking the next about step. endgame. Here. Oh,
1: the endgame yeah. Mars. We're talking endgame. Mars is endgame, right? Yeah. Building
2: a civilization that we can move to when the Earth.
1: Who dies. said it? Paul well, Heyman said that if uh, Mars is. Is it inhabitable? Habitable. Yes. Mm-hmm. If Mars is habitable, Vince McMahon will be up there trying to run a show up there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so is that what all these, is? they're trying to get up there just to stake ownership problem? I think, I think so. so. Yeah, you can claim a goddamn uh, continent uh, up there if you want. So you can go up there and you can be, <laughs> yeah. hey, this is right here Basis land. Exactly. Right. Which one? Oh, it's half fucking Mars. Yeah. <laughs> no,
2: wherever your eyes can see, that's mine.
1: So what you got to do? You got to go check in with them first whenever you get to Mars. Let's say uh, my kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Midas Michael. Atta boy, Midas. Okay, and Axel, Axel and Midas Michael. All right, a little tag team space cowboy duo. Mm-hmm. They get up there, they're <laughs> farting around. Yeah. Let's go to let's go to Mars. They stop there. Do they have to meet with somebody from Branson or or Bezos's? Just to get a little piece of land. Like, are they going to have to okay everything? Well, Is there going to be full negotiation? And what if it, what if it's no? Are they or Axel and Midas going to have to fucking turn
3: probably. around? They'll be like they'll probably have to be indentured servants. They'll have to work for like four years on his property, and then they'll get a little chunk. Midas ain't
1: doing it. You gonna let Axel go do it? You gonna let Axel do that?
3: No, Axel is not going to Mars, man. Right now, that's like a isn't that a year trip one way? Well, Midas is probably
1: gonna live on Mars if I know anything about his parents. Okay, he's gonna be high all the time, and I'm gonna (laughs) fucking go after him. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. let him know that ain't the way to do it. All right, do as I say, not as I do.
0: You could have him stage a coup. You know, yeah, because yeah. Be- Bezos and Branson will be long dead by that point. No, maybe, no, no I don't maybe. think so. That's what I think. That's what I think. You you're think wrong. they'll still be up there?
1: I think there's a chance people are going to live long into their hundreds yeah. if they're rich enough nowadays. With how science is, yeah. am I wrong in that? They're going to be in no. a
2: dome up there, and they're going to get into like little domes that just cure all illnesses immediately. I,
1: I saw a video, and I, I can't believe Vince doesn't have a rocket to go up yet. Vince, total recall. Wow. It, well, it, I saw a video of him squatting three fifteen, the equivalent of three fifteen last week. Did you see that? Vince McMahon? Yes. No. What do you mean the equivalent? Was it a human? Yeah, it was a it was a machine, but it was three it was three plates on each side, oh. and it if got. We have a, it. I would love to see it if we have it. Okay, so he, if you listen to the video, and I followed up and asked his trainer because I actually saw his trainer in the building, and I was like, "Hey, that fucking video was awesome," and I was like, "With that machine, what's that equivalent?" I know three plates, like three fifty. He's like, oh, "About the same or whatever." I guess early. He was not going down as far because somebody was telling him to maybe ease into it or something like that. And then he goes, well, how low can you go? And he fucking just goes all the way down and then goes all the way up with 315 at the age of 75 or whatever. And then he he shows up at work the next night, the next night, the next night. Then he works through the night. Then he works through the night. And then he shows up at work the next night. Put that on repeat for 50 fucking years. He He just keeps going. And then while I was talking to the trainer... And I was like, is that like a is that a personal record or anything? He was like, No, nah, that's just another day. That's just another day for Vince McMahon. So Vince McMahon is hammering weight still at this age, just pounding in and out or whatever. I thought to myself, and it's been a rumor ever, that dude's never gonna die. Vince nope. McMahon is never gonna die. Somehow, some way, Vince will be able to figure out how to go over death. Like somehow <laughs> mm-hmm. he'll be able to do it. No, this isn't the one. This is the pitch shark. There's another one that they put out last week. He's um he's got wraps around his knees, and the thing is on his back. You'll see. I mean, that,
3: That's awesome enough that he's wrapping his knees at 75 years old to squat. Well. Wow. Wait till you, I mean, he's going past. I mean, people there, who that wrap their knees are is. like big time bodybuilders. Yes. Yeah, it's a hat wanna, squat machine. You have one damn. in your office right now, you know that. Yeah, right? yeah,
1: it's over there. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what the equivalent was though, weight wise. You know, because each Gee. machine is different. Look how deep that is. How does he go that deep? Does he? Does he look not at have how a hip fucking deep he is? He's going out I would of the. Imagine
3: he would have a hip or knee replacement by now,
1: right? I, I probably, who knows? He's Vince McMahon. That and he and now you think about Vincent and you think about Jeffs trying to get to space. And he are these people? Are they just? Do they have the? Are they not going to die? Like and they know that's awesome because yeah. I'd like to know how that
0: works. I mean, if you do have that much money, I guess you do have the the secret to. Longevity and Mm -hmm. success, so I'm sure they they're (laughs) tapped into it somehow. Mm
1: -hmm. Imagine Vince McMahon when he makes his first billion, going, "All right, you fuckers, (laughs) (laughs) where's the immunity pill? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) how do I live forever? (laughs) You know, and if that is that's a guy, he'll drop. Hey, people say whatever they want to say about him, he'll drop into my ear in the middle of a show with something so brilliant and profound. I'm like, God damn that's why he's a billionaire or whatever and then i'll say something and then he'll ask me a question immediately afterwards and i'm like oh and that's why i'm not a billionaire (laughs) it's like uh it's a pretty cool little thing i've only seen him like three times but i hear him all every week we have a one-way conversation for like (laughs) two hours two hours a week or whatever you know it's uh that's I, i hope that one day aj we can ride your coattails to space. I hope one day you invest in something awesome enough that you find out or create something, the immunity pill. We are banking on you to kind of lead us to that promised land that the space cowboy who's cutting promos on everybody and Elon and Vince and everybody's at. So if you could do that for us, I'd be very thankful.
3: Hey, great, I'll I'll see what I can do. I've I've told you I'm here before. I tell my kids, like, I don't plan on dying. Just because everybody else died doesn't mean I have to. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Uh, and by the way, that's the mindset that's going to get you a billion. That's Boom. right. Thank,
3: Thank you, for It have to do with money. No, we're, oh, we're right, ma- right. Money doesn't matter.
1: What? Well, all f- of them, Everyone's had
3: tons I mean, and tons you- of money. None of them can find a way to chase away death.
1: Well, do you win Space. because you're happy or are you happy because you win? I think that mindset leads you to a successful life there.
3: Yeah, I don't know how to take that exactly, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I just put you in a pretzel, but you're going to be <laughs> a billionaire, not me, so let's go ahead and talk about it. Uh, do you have a house cleaner? I, I do not. Why? Okay, because my sources told me earlier. Oh, uh, okay. I saw Okay, yeah.
3: By the way, I, I saw t- it. Your sources, Aaron, told you that he has never had his house deep cleaned, right?
1: Yeah, except for by his... Uh, personal cleaner. Who, mm-hmm. do, do you know? I assume you know that person or have seen no, that person? I do not. <laughs> yes. Okay, ah, okay. Okay. All right. okay. And then he said the Country Club renewal is something that happens and once again, this is something I can't state enough. I am not a person who's good with information. You saw exactly how I handled that. I gave away my source immediately upon having a piece of information. Do you have any follow-up on anything I said? Did you text him and correct if I was right or wrong? Has anything happened this morning with you and Aaron? And how do you feel about this situation as of this morning with the announcement that there was a two-year extendo that would have made him the highest-paid player? He said no to. Any thoughts on any of that, A.J. Hawk?
3: I mean, I don't have anything on the whole House cleaning situation like whatever I didn't one way or the other. I don't think it matters. But uh, with the what the Schefter thing that came out today, I mean, that was that has been known publicly that, yeah, the contracts, not the issue like that's been out there. That, that contract was offered a while ago, I believe. So, yeah. What, what's new? Well,
1: well, a lot of stuff. Well, so what was it? How much was it?
3: Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, oh come oh, on, oh, yeah. AJ. I thought we knew, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I know. I have no idea. I mean, this. Haven't they said though on other tweets like this is no? It's been known that there has been a contract out.
1: Yeah, it's an accumulation of information continuing. You know, and and there is a rebreak of some news. You know, on every day. But I think this is the first time we found out that it was a two-year deal, which would have tied him there for five years, which now leads us to think like, okay, so that means they're quitting on Jordan Love. They yeah. want to move on from Jordan Love. It's like, there's no real right answer. Who, in knows what,
3: who knows what it looked like, though? It could easily have outs for that team after each year, basically.
1: They yeah, wanted to. It could have been a terribly constructed contract, but that would not lead to further relations being good, which I guess... It's kind of where we we're at know, right now. Yeah. So they might have. It might have been a terribly constructed contract for Aaron. Uh, they said it would be the highest paid player. What does that mean? What? Do, what is that? Do we have any idea what that means? Is that per year? Is that actual numbers at each year? Because you know some people's contracts are backloaded nowadays, and there's a lot of money getting kicked down the road. How that wording of that is very interesting to me.
3: Yeah, it is. I guess all that would mean in the first year or first couple of years would he be. Highest like average per year. If you got a big guarantee this year or something,
1: oh, like you just told us. I think. Wow. See, I told you guys. I can get. Did, did, did. I yep. could get some. Yeah. You yep. were saying. He said there's no. Maybe it was a great
3: deal. Hey, maybe they offered an an unbelievable deal, and it's true that it's not about money. It's not about the contract. That could be the case
1: too. Hey, and if it's not about money, that means that the six million or whatever, or twenty some million, that means I don't mean shit. Uh-huh. Oh no, we got to get to a break. On the other side, we'll have oh, a guy. Nobody wants to give money back though. Well not receiving money is different than giving money back
3: yes very
1: very different very different (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it seems like that some people that are talking about this situation or other situations can't separate those two it's like yo, these are two very different things when i see the money in account a number changes in a app much different than Oh, this money could be sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that's that's much that's much different than You thing. can't
3: say losing. That's a, that's bug me when people say, Oh, he just he just lost seven million dollars and i'm i'm thinking like if you're talking about whoever a player that didn't get the next year their deal like no they didn't they didn't have that money that money was never in until it's legit in their account it's not their money you can't count on that especially as an
1: athlete and until that money is in the account we can't judge on whether or not they lost money because what if what they do elsewhere leading up to that is worth more money then did they lose money or did they
0: make money Hmm. all right that's the show we appreciate you guys so much for listening following along on youtube there's so much shit out there that you could be listening to and we appreciate that you guys spend your time with us we are eternally grateful have a good one we'll see you later cheers